Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, January 24th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, there are many forms of political activism, from protest to petitions. Bread and Roses Missouri puts politics in art galleries and on the stage. That exposes the message of, of social and economic justice to an entirely different kind of audience, and that's exciting. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin takes us behind the scenes of the Workers' Opera. First, the headlines. The state of Missouri has started awarding more than 190 licenses for medical marijuana dispensaries. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports, officials are notifying each recipient before making the list public. The Department of Health and Senior Services had to license at least 192 dispensaries according to the constitutional amendment. They can award more, but they're waiting to see if the minimum amount meets demand. Alexis Gabrielson helped write applications for one company that was awarded five licenses. They haven't officially announced approval, so she couldn't disclose the company. She says now they're going to start hiring employees. Also developing relationships with the cultivators that were awarded cultivation licenses because the uh, Missouri dispensaries can only get products from within Missouri. DHSS says medical marijuana sales will begin in spring of 2020. Gabrielson says there's still a lot of work to be done and it's too soon to tell if that's achievable. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri's Secretary of State says steps are being taken to ensure authorities are prepared for possible hacking on Election Day this year. Jay Ashcroft says more than 100 authorities have participated in a cybersecurity initiative to make sure voting equipment is up to date and protected. When I cast my ballot on the elections we have in 2020, I am not going to have any concerns that my ballot will not count or that it will be somehow mitigated by tampering. Ashcroft says more than 100 voting authorities are going beyond the state's cybersecurity guidelines. He made the comments yesterday on Facebook Live. The Illinois Housing Development Authority has dedicated more than $40 million to restore or build housing units for vulnerable populations. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports the money will help build affordable units for veterans in the Metro East. The Development Authority approved 172 units across the state. 22 of them are in Collinsville. They'll help residents in the region get affordable housing. Future residents of the development will have access to services at Chestnut Health Systems and the Veterans Assistance Community of Madison County. Christine Moran is the Illinois Housing Development Authority Director of Multifamily Financing. Housing is the benchmark for stability and and having a place to go home to every night um, is really important in the success of people's lives. This is the sixth time Illinois has approved money for these kinds of developments. The first five rounds of funding created more than 600 units. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. We are rolling out a new podcast today, Wake Up to Politics, with Gabe Flesher. The 18-year-old has been putting together a daily e-newsletter since he was nine. This podcast will examine the inner workings of American politics. The first episode of Wake Up to Politics focuses on the Iowa caucuses. It's available at stlpublicradio.org or wherever you get podcasts. 
The stage is not necessarily the most comfortable place for longtime members of the local service workers union, but Bread and Roses Missouri recruits working people to create performances about the things that are most important to them. The fifth annual Workers' Opera debuts Sunday at the Missouri History Museum. It's a collection of short performances addressing some of the issues on the minds of workers today. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin went to a rehearsal. On a Sunday afternoon at the headquarters of the Service Employees International Union in Clifton Heights, a group of folks are rehearsing a performance they call the Workers' Opera. Now, they're using the word opera pretty loosely here. It's a compilation of vignettes, songs and dramatic sketches about moments in labor history and, well, whatever else the participants wanted to talk about. You'll hear people talking about city life, personal life, healthcare problems. I'm talking about the black experience and cultural appropriation. That's Larry Shelton. He's a musician and a teaching artist with the Yayo Arts Collective and has a day job at a Dairy Queen. He joins several castmates in an original song called St. Louis Blues, for which they each wrote a verse. So it goes, they hate us because they ain't us, angry because they can't change us. They don't want us, they just want our culture, they imitate us. Shelton had some prior experience performing before Bread and Roses. Shannon Duffy did not. He's the local business representative for the United Media Guild, and he's been a union activist for 30 years. Joining the cast was a big leap for him. It was really outside my comfort zone. How'd you work through it? Um, a lot of white knuckling. White knuckles and all, Duffy stuck with it, and this will be his fourth workers' opera. He says it's worth it. In, in my union, we talk all the time to our members, and unions think, oh, well, you know, we're, we're spreading the message. But what they're doing is they're, they're like preaching to the choir. By taking the pro-union message to the stage, Duffy wants to reach some new ears. That exposes the message of, of social and economic justice to an entirely different kind of audience. And that's exciting. Give us red wine, give us roses. Bread and Roses artistic director Catherine Bentley says there are plenty of ways to be an activist, from protests to petitions. But there's a special power, she says, in the arts. Art moves people in ways that um, lectures and PowerPoint can't. All of a sudden, you are having to go beyond the intellect, and you're tapping into what's happening in your heart. And in some way, you're, there's a connection that happens because you see a character that's like, oh, wow, I've said those things, or I've thought those things. Bentley recruited her cast largely through word of mouth. She convinced people she met through various social justice campaigns to take their activism to the stage. In rehearsal, she encourages the newer actors in the group to keep going, even if they forget a line. Right. So look, y'all, get, let's get in the habit of this, because y'all are getting so good now. When it's okay, people forget lines. We're human. We're not robots. But once you know it, you, you're clear about your through line, right? I mean, you're clear about your intention. Your, make the frustration of, darn it, I forgot my line be part of giving that to oh, him. You know what I mean? Do you know okay. what I mean? So you, and as you can see, we have to constantly go over and go over and go over the lines until we get it right. That's Georgia Brown Moore. She's been a union member for about 20 years and these days works at the cafeteria at Roosevelt High School in St. Louis. But it's a nice experience because we speak on a lot of issues that's going on around the world today and in, in our community. We try to get a point across to people that don't know what's really going on. Together with my brothers and sisters of Bread and Roses, my weapon is 
my voice. My voice is my weapon. Other sketches include one about Medicaid expansion. Another urges working people to participate in the upcoming national census. Now that's some pretty nuts and bolts material. But it shows that in the right hands, the stuff of everyday life can take on operatic importance. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Cosseres edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Impeachment proceedings continue today in Washington. Our special coverage from NPR picks up at noon on St. Louis Public Radio's main on-air signal. Our regular programming can be streamed at stlpublicradio.org. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.